I'd like to thank Graham for his kind invitation to speak this evening. And I have tried to condense it down to, you know, roughly ten minutes, but we'll see. <laughs> thank you. If you'd like to look, it's Ezekiel. Ezekiel 33. And I'm speaking from um, verses 1 to 9. It's a passage that has been laying heavily on my heart recently. Hearing of the devastating hurricanes and all the earthquakes around the world. So I pray I will do justice to God's word tonight and I will speak to, it will speak to your hearts as it has mine. So Heavenly Father, we turn this, uh, this evening over to you, that your word be preached in this room tonight, Lord, that your Holy Spirit will fall upon Liz and I as we bring your word, Father. We pray that it will go into the hearts and the, and the ears of those that listen, Lord. In Jesus' name we ask it. Amen. So the scripture reading, Ezekiel 33, verses 1 to 9. The word of the Lord came to me. Son of man, speak to your countrymen and say to them, When I bring the sword against the land, and the people of the land choose one of their men and make him their watchman, and he sees the sword coming against the land and blows the trumpet to warn the people, then if anyone hears the trumpet and does not like take warning and the sword comes and takes his life, his blood will be on his own head. Since he heard the sound of the trumpet but did not take warning, his blood will be on his own head. If he had taken warning, he would have saved himself. But if the watchman sees the sword coming and does not blow the trumpet to warn the people, and the sword comes and takes the life of one of them, that man will be taken away because of his sin, but I will hold the watchman accountable for his blood. Son of man, I have made you a watchman for the house of Israel, so hear the word of the Lord and give them warning for me. When I say to the wicked, O wicked man, you will surely die, and you do not speak out to dissuade him from his ways, that wicked man will die for his sin, and I will hold you accountable for his blood. But if you do warn the wicked man, and turn from his ways, and he does not do so, he will die for his sin, but you will have saved yourself. It was the task of the watchman to position himself high on the city wall, so that if an enemy approached the land, he could sound the trumpet and warn the people. And it really was a matter of life and death importance. If he should fail to see the enemy coming for any reason, some of the people would perish. But if he was faithful and warned them, then the lives of many would be spared. The army would be able to prepare it in time for a defensive attack and perhaps save the city and the, or the nation from destruction and loss. So then, the watchman had to be trustworthy, faithful and alert, and who gave himself fully to the task. He had to be utterly committed. And I believe that each one of us, as believers, is an ambassador for Christ in this world. The Lord Jesus has equipped each, each of us 
in the church to be the light of the world. So what kind of watchman will we prove to be? Will we prove to be faithful to our call? God says to Ezekiel in verse 11, I have no pleasure in the death of the wicked, but the wicked turn from his way and live. Now that's God's desire, and it ought to be ours too. God does not send angelic beings from heaven to be watchmen to his people. Rather, he has chosen to take fallen, sinful people like you and I, redeem us, make us his spokesmen and women, and plant us on this earth, wherever he wishes, whether it's here in Moodisburn or outer Mongolia. Have you ever wondered why it is that God does not save us and then simply scoop us up immediately into heaven? Why does he leave us here? Why does he leave you in your family? Why does he leave you in your neighbourhood or in your workplace, for instance? Why does he redeem us from the wrath that is to fall upon a sinful culture and yet leaves us in this culture, in that sinful culture? Could it be because, in his wisdom, he has decreed that there is nobody better to reach such lost and dying people and to serve as his watchman to them? And warn them to flee from the wrath that is to come. It's not by accident that we have families that we have or live where we do. Or are citizens of a nation as we call a home. God has called us to be his spokesperson. So are we good faithful watchmen in the place he has divinely and sovereignly called and appointed us? Are we faithful to speak his word to those whom he has through the Holy Spirit drawn us to? One of the roles of the watchman is to watch, to have his eyes opened, to see what is going on around him. That may be a threat or a concern to the welfare of the people. And then he is to warn and alert the people in the clearest and loudest way possible. And so... Wherever God has placed us, we are not to sit silently at our post and be idle. We are to see ourselves as having a task to perform and to perform it faithfully. We are to believe what God says and apply its truth to life around us. Specifically, we are to be aware of the danger that is coming upon the people in whom the midst in the midst of whom God has placed us. We must remember that the wages of sin, Romans, is death, Romans 6.23, and the soul who sins shall die, Ezekiel 18.20. In God's program of redemption, a clear and dreadful line is drawn. Whoever believes in the Son has eternal life, but whoever rejects the Son will not see life. For God's wrath remains on him. God has placed us in the midst of these people to repent while there is still time. He has entrusted us with the gospel of Christ by which they may be saved. For there is no other name under heaven, heaven, sorry, a bit of cornish coming out there, uh, name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. And knowing these truths, we need to open our mouths and cry out the alarm. 
telling people about Jesus and urging them to flee from the wrath that is surely to come. It may not be what we are. We may not all be called to stand on street corners or, or shout from a soapbox. But the call to be his watchman is to be the constant basis of how we look at people and our relationship with them. And when he opens the door and gives us the opportunity, we are to say, we implore you in Christ, be on Christ's behalf to be reconciled to God. Are we seeing the needs of the people around us? Are we sounding the call? Are we pointing the people God has placed around us to Christ? Are we faithfully fulfilling the task of a watchman? I think these next few verses to follow are among the most disturbing in the Bible. Verses 4 to 6. And we just read those again. Where it says, Then if anyone hears the trumpet, but does not take warning, and the, sign, and the sword comes and takes his life, his blood will be on his own head. Since he heard the sound of the trumpet but did not take warning, his blood will be on his own head. If he had taken warning, he would have saved himself. But if the watchman sees the sword coming and does not blow the trumpet to warn the people, and the sword comes and takes the life of one of them, that man will be taken away because of his sin. But I will hold the watchman accountable for his blood. So if the watchman is faithful, he is not held guilty. But if he is not faithful and they don't receive the warning, God holds them, the people, responsible for their own sin. But he holds the watchman guilty for their death. It's hard to imagine anything more dreadful than the spiritual implications of this. Have you had the opportunities and opportunities and open doors? The Lord has laid before you to speak the warning, but have remained silent when we should have spoken out. May God have mercy on all of us for ignoring such opportunities. We must speak boldly what God has said. And as we mingle with and live among the people to whom God has called us to, let's be sure we speak God's word to them. People don't always appreciate it when we do. They don't welcome God's word. In fact, they tell us to keep the Bible out of this discussion. But it's our duty to bring God's word to them. There are lots of voices and opinions in this world. But only what God has to say can have any authority. Only God's word can make a person wise for salvation through faith which is in Christ Jesus. And that is 2 Timothy 3.15. So let's give them God's word. Let's be bold to this lost and dying world. We must announce God's message as clearly as possible. We must not speak a muddled and unclear message. When it comes time to call sin, sin, we mustn't soften it by calling it something else, saying it's sickness or a mistake. It's time to spell out clearly the wrath of God for sin and the judgment to come. Not to talk in vague terms of the life hereafter. We should be clear about the great white throne judgment and the lake, lake of fire. We talk about God to people, but we don't seem to talk to, to them about Jesus Christ. No one seems offended talking about God. 
But the message of Christ is often a great offence to people. Seems that out of fear, man, fear of man, we neglect to be as specific as God's word is. We give the impression that God is everyone's heavenly father, but fail to mention that Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes to the Father except through me, John 14, 6. So it will offend people, but we are on a mission to save souls. And I say this with all reverence. No one is saved by vague talk about God. They are saved by calling them to a clear, conscious, intentional faith in the sacrifice of God's Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. So let's be as clear as we can be about the subject. Otherwise, we are not being faithful watchmen. And finally, we must resolve to leave the results confidently in the hand of God. Not all will accept the warning, and the fact they won't should break our hearts, just as it breaks the heart of the one who sent us to them. But we must leave the matter to him, knowing that we've done what we were called to do. You and I must obey, even if they don't. In closing, let's see a great watchman in action. Let us just look at the Apostle Paul. As he was about to leave the people of Ephesus, he said, Therefore, I testify to you this day that I am innocent of the blood of all men, for I have not hesitated to proclaim to you the, will of, the whole will of God, which is Acts 20, verses 26 and 27. So may we, so so faithfully live and serve the Lord and serve that the Lord will not require us to give an account for the blood of someone else. By his grace, wherever he chooses to place us in his service, may we prove to be faithful watchmen and women. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you for your precious word and pray that no matter how many days we may have left in this world, that we would go out and boldly spread your word, knowing that you are always with us, that we may be faithful to be doers of your word and not listeners only. Amen. Thank you.